episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like Buy Me A Cup Of Coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Hasta la vista, baby. This Snatch Game is here and, well, choices were made. Only in Germany can two classical music composers be portrayed on the same panel. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Germany. And joining me is someone to give us the European perspective. It's David. How are you? I'm doing good, Michael. Thank you for having me. Um, I've never been to Germany. My brother just came back from Germany. He went for Oktoberfest and um, he said they drank him under the table. So he was very drunk all the time he was there. Uh, have you ever been to Germany? I've been, I've been a couple of times. I've been to Dusseldorf, I've been to Köln, and I've been to Berlin. And uh, I had a grand old time every time. It's a great, great country. I feel like every city in Germany just has their own vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially if you go, I mean, Berlin is more in the center. Köln Mm -hmm. is completely to the west, close to Belgium. So it's really different, different vibes, different atmospheres, but it's really nice. Everything is beautiful. And I feel, contrary to the stereotypes, Every person I've met there has been super friendly, super open. So it's That's really great. nice to visit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i learning geography of Europe thanks to Drag Race because I still can't. If you gave me a map, I'd be like, there's <laughs> England and that's all I can do. Um, now I can do Spain probably and Italy I can figure out. Then everything in the middle, it's like, just got a point. And that's probably somewhere close. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is an interesting franchise as um we are getting a lot of um german perspective but the germans aren't doing that great on the show it's strange and it's also is it the first franchise where you have three countries in one it's kind of it's kind of weird i mean i know in thailand you had a few international queens as well but um here you really have the austrian the swiss and then the germans yeah, I mean, the closest it's... really was Down Under, where they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, calling it Australia, yeah, yeah. it's Down Under, because you both can do of it. Of course. It's yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. But yeah, very interesting. But before we continue, pronunciations, I just can't. We're trying them. Um, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast where we discuss reality show characters as presented to us through reality television direction. We are showing the editing of the television show wants to see we react as well as presented to the real thing. Go on tell them to share the content. We all have been in addition to discuss what's said in the podcast for an entertainment discuss reality television show. Okay, Germany. Um, interesting choices, I think, is really the, the moral of the franchise. And I'm not saying keeping Tessa over Lily tanked the season but keeping tessa over lily really affected the next two challenges 
me, that was really the turning point. So I really loved the season until then. And to be honest, I didn't really disagree with the decision. I think Tessa did a better lip sync than Lily at that point. But it's true that if you were thinking about what will make the franchise or the or, or the, um, the season better, I think for sure keeping Lily would have been a better solution for them. Um, I think... As much as I love the queens, the confessionals are usually very good. The runways are great. I, I love Barbie. I think she's a, a, an amazing host. But the judging has been very, very questionable. And this episode in particular, to me, was extremely strange. I don't know if you have more insight than I am, but uh, it was very weird. Let's find out. The queens have returned to the butt-rubbed mirror message, and the shady bitch will be forcing the shortest queen to clean it up. As Pandora says, it was about damn time someone kicked Tessa out. She loved doing it, and Pandora is ready to knock you out. Kelly says that there are people who should be afraid of her, while Nikita says it stinks to be in the bottom. She's mad. And she says she will kill if she needs to. Let's see how that goes. I loved when, when they clocked immediately that she wiped her butt on the mirror, and Pandora was like, I am not touching that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, if you gotta go out in a in a classic iconic way, that's how you do it. Show your butt. Sure. The two badge club led by Pandora and Lorelai enter the workroom as the no badge club of Yvonne and Kelly follow behind. There are seven left with four people with wins, and Kelly is ready to win something. She doesn't care, she wants to win something. But there is no time for chit-chat as the alarm blares for the Barbie message. And this message is all about the ocean, and I'm like interesting i'm sure this will make sense soon and barbie arrives she really loves her jumpsuits what is it about the jumpsuits is that a german thing or is that a comfort thing i think she's in colombia i think she's feeling her oats i think she looks good actually for for it goes well with her vibe or style mm -hmm. i like the little jaunty hat she has as well um no I, I have nothing bad to say about her style i think it's very different from other hosts and other franchises very. And I, I, to be honest, I had never heard of her before, and she has really won me over as the season progressed. She's really funny. She's kind. She's she's a great host, I think. She's a good Absolutely. choice. Absolutely. She cares about the contestants. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, she says that gender is a spectrum, with some feeling very male, others feeling very female. Many are somewhere in between, while others don't attach themselves to anything. Today, they're testing their versatility and polarity as the mini challenge is a split face photo shoot for the perfume Bruno Banani. Are you familiar with that brand? Never heard of it. I think it's Me either. Many, only Germany. I don't know. I don't know it. Barbie will specifically say in the instructions that they want two different makeup halves of their face, their inner king and their inner queen. And they will have to pick two fragrance, fragrances as their inspiration. Now, this is an important challenge, especially in that room, as Metamorkid says that drag queens smell a lot, as um, some drag queens don't wash their drag, including some there cut to Lorelai. I wouldn't have pegged Lorelai as the stinky queen. No, they all hate her for some reason. They really <laughs> hate her. I don't get it. I mean, she's not the most like vibrant queen ever, but I, she, she's a hardly offensive. I don't get it. But yeah, that was really funny. I think they find her as a try hard, if that makes sense. She tries hard to be likable and nice and, and humble. And for some people, that just seems a little fake. I don't see it that way because me, I, I, I do 
um i have a liking to lorelei and and her journey there are some moments where i was like okay in real life she and i would not mesh and i would be like okay go take your distance i'm we're, we're gonna take a break but i i don't i don't see any harm in her i feel like they just need a villain and she's not even a villain i was gonna say the queens consider herself uh, like consider her a villain but i don't think the editors do, so we don't see no. what's so bad about her. I agree, she has a tendency to complain. We've seen it a bit um, in the show. But yeah, it seems really disproportionate. Uh, I don't know, in the in the franchises filmed in Colombia, I don't know if they live all together. Are they sequestered? I'm not sure. Um, I feel like there must be something going on behind the scene because I don't see mm -hmm. anything on the show that warrants that level of dislike that she's getting from all the other queens but yeah it's really We're... funny to me that in the reading challenge like who are you and now like you complain too much you can't have it both ways pick one it's true yeah i don't get it i really don't let's get to the fragrance pricking um it meant nothing it was a bona fide glorified product placement really was and i also i liked when barbie said because she's non-binary herself i think meta yes. also is she said yeah you have male female everything in between which which i love and then she picks that fragrance brand who was like very like for him for her it was like uh but which is it like is it everything in between or is it one or the other uh it was strange. my friend I, here's what it is it is they gave them lots of money and they said this is what our brand is make it work for your show yeah, they tried to make it more inclusive, but it was still a strange choice, I think. Uh, yeah. But wait. Well, we're going to see the queen spritz their fragrances as Lorelai will literally get it in her eye. Um, I don't wear any fragrances like that. I don't I don't do uh, cologne or perfume, um, but I know that you're supposed to just keep it pretty far away because it will waft onto you. I feel like she just went and right into her eye like she did it on purpose but is that what happened in that second episode when she had that puffy red eye there uh, i don't know i don't know tendency to put things in her eyes maybe she does as, as nikita said it was a shtick shit shtick yeah um I, do, I, I did that. like that whole sequence with the the split screens and the um, mm -hmm. like looked like a tv the editors show did a very good job there it was well done yeah well, they had 30 minutes to paint each side of their face, which for many challenges, a lot of time. Good for them. Um, Barbie's going to do like a mini walkthrough of sorts. And first, she's going to talk to Meta, who reveals that they are non-binary, as Barbie says she is too. Meta reveals that they use they, them pronouns. They say they are 24 years old and have a lot of their life is before them to understand who they really are. And it's okay to say they don't know yet. Um, my sweet child, 24 years old. I wish I could be 24 again. Wow. Same. <laughs> really same. With what wow. I know now. <laughs> Literally, that's the key. Yvonne is visited by Barbie, where she reveals that she'll be doing half alien, half human. She's using this challenge as a way to show her versatility when it comes to makeup. And I think that was a very smart approach to this challenge. It really was. It really was. I think... I think they also didn't really want to do the half and half male female. I think it's a bit tired as a drag mm -hmm. uh, concept. And uh, I think most of them did something similar. They, they wanted to do something creative and different and show their talent, especially in 10 minutes. I think what they did was widely impressive. Pandora tells us that she thinks no matter what society says, it isn't necessarily how you define your masculinity and femininity. So she's going to swap perfumes. And again, as someone who doesn't know the brand, made no difference didn't matter to me 
Also, who cares if uh, like your left side is male and your right female or vice versa? What does it matter? <laughs> has used a mustache for her failures that thinks everybody can identify more with either their male or female side. The challenge is important to her as she can show in her two halves who she really is. Now they're going to call this a photo shoot. They went against a wall and took a photo. Is that really a photo shoot? Also, it was weird because the queens were doing all kinds of poses and then the, the click they saw, the final product as, as it was, was really bad. I was like, well, what we saw was so much better yeah. than the final thing. Um, but yeah, whatever. I think it didn't really matter in the end, so who cares? Now, Meta's feminine look is like the flacon or the sharp bottle and her masculine look is like a robot. I thought I loved her makeup was wonderful. I loved it. And I love that she will say her good side is her ass. Um, listen, branding is important. I I liked it. I think it's funny. It's the first one we see. And as I'm looking at it right now, it's it's looking really good. But yeah, I think others we will see later were better to my eyes. But it's it's nice. It's fine. Victoria is giving boy band girl band realness like she really went full drag here even making her costume fit the brief like she had half hair so she must have known this kind of challenge was coming or she was prepared to use it for a runway yeah I I wasn't uh, well, I, I was intrigued that she had indeed the costume at the ready but I was not that fond of what she did for that uh, mini challenge Pandora is freeing the nipple and making a lot of people around the globe very very confused and i think looks, there are a lot of people who are hot and bothered he looks great she's she's such a good drag artist i really like the the smoky eye makeup she made on the quote-unquote female uh, female side mm -hmm. um yeah she, for me even though the makeup was simple quote-unquote uh, i think she had the best photo um the photo yeah. itself was really good Lorelai has done absolutely nothing and basically the least compared to the other queens. As Nikita asks, what has she been doing the past hour? Maybe the spritz of perfume really hurt her eye. I think so. And especially when you will see what Nikita herself has done, you could really say like, right. what, the, what the hell is going on? Well, Nikita is going to give us angel and devil, but her Botox is limiting her facial expressions. I'm not going to lie. It was actually a great shot. It was great. I, you know, we, we, this is the sixth episode, right? And I never really thought of Nikita as someone who could really like paint her face and see it like that. I was like, wow, like, where was that in the past yeah. two episodes? Um, that's really good. Kelly serves in her photo. I was impressed. But for me, Yvonne, who is wearing an I Heart Milfs t shirt, is giving us like half Gamora, half Star Lord with his dash and all the moans. I really enjoyed what she served. <laughs> It, to me, what Yvonne has been doing um, the whole season and especially in the challenge is really like what I think when I think of German drag. Um, mm -hmm. It's really alternative, kind of punk, grunge. Um, she she looks super fun. I really like Absolutely. it. Well, we learn after all the things get out of face that the winner of the split face challenge is Manamore Kid. But since it's a split challenge, there's a second winner. And that is Nikita. Do you agree? Definitely agreed with Nikita. Uh, I think I would have, if there had to be two winners, which I don't sure um, was really 
necessary, I would have gone uh, with Pandora. I think Pandora had the best photo and Nikita had the best makeup. So I would have chosen those two. Well, they are going to both split a cash prize of 2,500 euros, courtesy of Bruno Banani. Meta says that Nikita needs the money, while Kelly thinks Nikita is bad at math, so she might pocket more of the money, which is very shady. Very, very shady. So funny. Barbie. You, you, could, you could tell that those two are, are old friends and uh, Absolutely. it's really nice, nice to see. And, and I think Barbie is like part of their friend group because I think they've all worked together, but I guess Barbie and Johnny are the better catches for the hosts. Yeah, probably. Also, I mean, can it's... we just talk about that for a second? Why is it just for billing that Johnny is technically a host? Because he's not hosting nothing. It's funny because he always pops up in the in the workroom visits, um, and he doesn't in that episode. And I didn't miss him. I, I I'm I'm okay with him as a judge, but I don't need to see him every episode uh, in the workroom. And uh, yeah, I think Barbie did really fine without him. So she he, he can I, stay behind I... the table. Yeah, I really think that they wanted Johnny, and he's like, only if you bring Barbie, and that they're like, fine, she can but come she, along too. She has proven to be the biggest catch. I think. I what agree. Does, She's been great. Yeah. What 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 does he bring to the table? To be honest, snarkiness, and we'll get to that. Don't you worry. And, and hotness is really is really fine, but yeah. Barbie is ready to reveal some good news. The time has come for them to play the Snatch Game. Oh, and this Snatch Game is sponsored by Vakaya, the all LGBT. Vacation Company. Uh, Vekaya, we have seen many times on the American version. I didn't know that they get their way over to Europe. Um, also, Vekaya, if you want to hire me, I'm like here for it. I, I'll, I'll go on a cruise. I didn't think it was in Europe either. I'm suddenly very interested, so I will Google it later. Um, we know that I'm terrible at this, but I'm going to ask you the question. How are you when it comes to German and Bavarian pop culture? Um, I mean... It's European, so maybe I know a bit, um, but uh, I'm not that well versed on celebrities from over there. Although I knew a few uh, people from that Snatch Game, so that's uh, that's okay. Um, that's a start. That's a catch. Yeah. There's no time to mingle with the sisters. Barbie is in and out of the room for a walkthrough and guide us through some of our choices. First, no chat. Um... It's the time to chat is with Yvonne Nightstand, and Barbie immediately sees a what she calls a bukkake coat. But Yvonne says, no, it's crochet. And Barbie's like, same thing. She will share that she is doing Vincent Raven. And Vincent Raven is a mentalist. The other option is everyone's favorite nude model, Michaela Schaefer. Now, Barbara tells her that they always expect a lot from her when it's comedy, but no pressure. She has to prove to Barbie that she wants to win. Now, were you familiar with either choice, Vincent Raven or Michaela Schaefer? I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, although, from what I heard, Van Vincent Raven is not a really good person. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was a bit... Uh, I mean, I mean, it's a good choice. I think uh, if you want to skewer someone uh, so despicable as that person. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, interesting choice from Yvonne. And can I say, right. I was very interested that usually, you know, when, when they go to RuPaul, for instance, they have like one choice. And here, each and every one of them came with two choices, which... I thought it was funny. You gotta. I mean, you have to have choices because we have seen way too many like teases of, oh my God, we have the same character. Who's going to pick? You can... It's all for plot. We all know it's a reality show and that's here how it is. But I like that they are giving a choice to Barbie so she can be like, wait, I want you to excel. Here's my opinion on said characters. I, I, I agree with you, huh? but I mean, 
it's strange that we went behind the curtain in a way because usually we we don't see that and here each and every one of them came with their two choices yeah. and then barbie was like give it to me and then she decided or advised them uh to the correct choice for them um usually it's more like do you have a backup choice and then right. they have one but yeah it's I mean, technically, for the videos, most of the, at least in the American audition, uh, you have to have three Snatch Game characters. Wow. Um, so you got listen, friends, we're running out of ideas, but come to me and I can help you because I have um, someone who hasn't been on yet. I gave two ideas to 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 help in their audition tape, and both those characters were used this year. Both those wow. characters won: Gay Jesus and Shirley Temple. There were great snatch games too. Mm -hmm. um, I have one more that I've given to multiple people. I'm waiting for that character to go on snatch game and win. Um, uh, if you're listening, I'm giving it to everybody because I just want to see Amelia Earhart because that'll be fucking stupid and hilarious. Yeah. It could be yeah, so yeah. funny and so wrong, but just throwing it out there, do some research. It could be good. Speaking of people who need to do research, Victoria Shakespeare's. Uh, she's going to give us a Britney sound as she walks over. And we hear that is her first choice. The second is Inez Brazil, a Brazilian German celebrity. And for those who are paying close attention to Drag Race Brazil, the character that Shannon Scarlett did for her Snatch Game and bombed. Spoiler alert, Inez Brazil is a cursed character. Well, I think... First of all, when, when she came to the table and was like, oh, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what to say it, like, Britney, you could really hear, like, needle scratch. Everyone was yeah. like, no. And then when she said Ines Brazil, I was like, oh, it's interesting. But apparently, from what I heard, she's completely unknown in Germany. She's really only famous in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was a strange choice, I think, because the judge and the public, the German public has nothing to relate to with that character, so... Well, didn't Johnny say he like knew her or was that as just it, him saying it. things? Okay. Okay. <laughs> now Victoria says she may not be known in uh, Germany, but she's a really big deal of Brazil. And that is something we learned last week on the Drag Race Brazil podcast. Um, Pietro Parker helped us out and, and guided us through that character. But Victoria says you, that you should always play it safe on Snatch Game. Do you agree? I think you should play a character you are really, really comfortable with. So much so that you can volley with the judge and with yes. the, the host. I think as as tired as Britney would have been, I think she would have been way better as Britney because she clearly knows her a lot. Um, Ines Brazil felt really desperate. I think she, she brought her because she thought she was funny, but she clearly had not prepared it as well as Britney. Um, yeah, it was um, a lame choice all around, I think. She knows they've seen her, Brittany, and therefore she will take a risk to do someone else. But Barbie tells her to pick the one she knows she can do the funniest with. Victoria is like, fine, worst case, I'll send you all home. The confidence in this child, uh, but T, she, she, she will. Um, now, I, I don't know if they're friends or not, if they know each other, but I, I've said it multiple times. Victoria and Fontana are just basically the same human. Yeah, they're very similar. If if Victoria ended up doing Britney like Fontana did Britney for a snatch game, they the two of them will just have to go on tour together, right? Like they both dance, they both are very cute little tiny Brazilian twinks. They both love Britney. Like, come on, that is marketing genius right there. 
Yeah, look, I loved Fontana. I don't think I can say the same about Victoria. I think she's fine, but uh, she she lacks, I think, that it factor that uh, Fontana has. I agree Um, with that. and I think also Fontana delivered quite a, few, a bit uh, in the show, whereas Victoria has been floundering these past few weeks. Uh, I know she's been in the top. I don't still don't really know why. But uh, yeah, I, I don't dislike her. <laughs> Let's be clear. But I think she... Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it later in the show. Well, Victoria is worried that Ines is not well-known in Germany and that people won't understand her humor exactly. Um, girl, bl don't blame the character. Blame yourself. Pandora has arrived with her laundry. No, no, no. That's just a lot of clothes in order to show off her options. Barbie knows that one option will be back. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Her other option is Nadine the Brain, and Barbie will be like, strawberry cheese! Now, from what I've gathered, Nadine the Brain was a contestant on the German edition of Life Swap. <laughs> Yeah, she was having a stroke. I was like, what is going on? yes. <laughs> I, was so, I was so I had confused. to do a little research on that one because I was like, I don't understand these words. Are you, is this lost in translation? Now, Pandora is drawn more toward Arnold, despite being critiqued for doing too many male figures. Has she? Have we heard that specific critique? She was told no more chaps, but I don't think she was told no more men. Absolutely not. I think she was told the exact opposite, that she was relying too much on the breastplate and the nudity of it all. So Right. I was really confused. Now, Pandora will tell us she will do Arnold with a slight bellyache, and she's not sure if it's due to her diarrhea or her decision. <laughs> And yes, she really does have the shits. Thank you, Pandora. This is the vulnerability the judges are looking for. Five days of diarrhea while competing on drag race? That's insane. I feel... I feel horrible for her. It must be so awful. But we don't need to. We don't need to know that Pandora. Keep that for your viewing parties. Like what the hell? I but I I will say I think it's really funny that it's like the AFAB queen talking about the shits because that's not what you would expect like Victoria Scone or Clover Bitch to talk about. But because Pandora can talk about it so openly, I think it's a little endearing. I mean, it's different. <laughs> Let's say that. I also think that she doesn't really project the same kind of vibe as um, Victoria or as uh, Exactly. um, Clover. Although, if you've seen Dragula season three, I believe, she does remind me a bit of uh, Hollow Heave. She has kind of the same brash, um, loud um, personality that I think uh, Hollow had. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very different AFAP queen that we've had uh, this Mm -hmm. Absolutely. season in Germany. And that's important. We need to have diversity when it comes to all of our queens. Thank you, Of course, Whirl of Wonder. of course. Now, Barbie will ask her about her competition, and she's like, What do you mean? Well, Barbie wants to tell her that she has big balls, but thinks it's too daft. So Pandora's like, Say ovaries. You won't die if you do, homo. Say ovaries. I feel like we've seen a lot more of Pandora's personality that episode than the five Yes. uh, previous one combined, which is good because she she has always been a bit of a cipher. She she was um, always good, uh, always performing in the show, uh, even though she lip synced uh, last episode. But uh, we never really got to know her aside from her discussion with Meta in the second episode, I believe. Um, but um, here, I think it's really uh, humanized her a lot uh, in these um, conversations. Absolutely. Now, Pandora is insecure. She's considering the other character, but don't worry, Arnold will be back. Nikita joins Barbie last. She is bringing two options. 
One is Pure Glamour, who they know from television and film. She comes from Noose. She had 13 to 12, 20 children. The screaming lady who asks if you tidied your room. She is a lady who was on a reality show with a big family. The other option is a slut born in Denmark, Brigitte Nielsen. And honestly, we were denied a great option as us Yanks, we love Brigitte Nielsen from her time on The Surreal Life. Didn't she have a, a relationship with a rapper? Flavor Flav. <laughs> and yeah. they had a spinoff show together and it was really weird. I remember that. <laughs> so what? weird. What? No one knows. No one knows. Now, Nikita wants to do Sylvia Volney uh, because she's more spontaneous and gives her more freedom. Now, Barbie knows Nikita from back home. So she's got a question. She knows she will answer because she knows she wants to be the source of it on television. She will be asked who should go home. Now, Nikita will clarify because of their strength or because of the weakness. And yes, yes is all that Barbie can say. Well, as far as the competition is concerned, she will say Meta as she is fierce competition and she's very versatile, uh, confirming that Meta is our current frontrunner to win. I think so too, Mo. I think so. I think Meta is very well positioned. Yeah. Now, Barbie sees that Nikita is in good spirits and is well prepared, so she's looking forward to laughing and wetting her panties. <laughs> good luck. Snatch Game is the time to see who can take the pressure of such a big challenge and who will still be able to shine. But before Barbie goes, she shares that the runway will be a gourmet paradise. Category is dinner is served. What is your favorite Belgium meal? Tell us about some Belgium delicacies. Um, who knows? Um, I think I like uh, carbonade, the carbonade. That's kind of like a meat stew with beer and um, brown sauce. Okay. Okay. Um, my my dad is a great cook and a great cook, and he always does it. And um, it's one of my favorite things that he does. So I really like it. Um, obviously, as you knew, as I uh, um, mocked y'all on the Drag Race Belgique uh, podcast, all I know is about Belgian waffles and Belgian chocolate, and now chicory. I learned about chicory. <laughs> You know what? I do love chicory. It's uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite vegetables. I had them for dinner, actually. Um, it's, uh, and, and still, awesome. us Americans are like, what? Uh -huh. It's really good. Either, either raw or cooked. It's really nice. And uh, oh, yeah, chocolate also. I love it. I love that. Listen, I, I have to thank Drag Race for telling me that there are multiple kinds of waffles out there. Yeah, there's, there's two. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I had no, no idea. I had no idea. Apologies. All right, joining on the main stage will be Rafa of Rafa's Plastic Life. Are you familiar with her? Never heard of her. And from what I saw, the queens didn't eat it. They were like, woo. Yeah. It's <laughs> always, those are always my favorite moments when they're like, this person's here. And they're like, yay. Because you know they were told before that they filmed that segment, smile like you fucking know who it is. I just say I'm a bit... I, I didn't really mind that Germany is filmed in Colombia. I don't think you can really tell watching the show itself. But we've been really missing guest judges, I think. I think uh, the person who they managed to flew there, I have not been the most, obviously not the most well-known or like iconic people they can, they can get. And I think uh, it's a shame. I think if the show had been filmed in Germany, we would have maybe seen a few more like, I don't know, gay icons in German culture. I, don't I mean, know they clearly had the budget for it. I don't know. I, I, probably also the, the celebrities uh, or, the, or the gay icons, they don't want to go to Colombia for like one day. So, yeah, I think it's not that easy to get them to come, probably. 
Yeah. Well, Yvonne will give us some information on Rafa, who is a trans woman who has created a social media empire. Um, and she's allegedly super funny and not very tall. So that's all we learn. We'll talk about it later. It's time to hit the main stage for Snatch Game at Sea, sponsored by Vakaya. If you could go on a cruise anywhere right now, where would it be? Uh, Greece. I love the Greece islands. Ooh, uh, I've fun. been several times and I, I love them. I have not. Um, I just want to go to a nice, beautiful tropical island, go sit on the beach and then sit more on the beach and then go drink some pina coladas and sit on the beach and get a suntan. But really, it's going to be a, um, a sunburn. But you know what? I'm here for it. I've never been on a cruise. I want to go. Listeners, been on a cruise me. Either, put me on a cruise. <laughs> put me on a gay cruise that has drag queens on it. I'll go do interviews. Let's do that. Let's figure out how that happens. Oh, yeah. Mm. Now, Barbie is dressed as the captain, and I promise I will try not to make any semen jokes. <laughs> Our players for Snatch Game are shocker. Our judges, it's Johnny Jovanovich and Diane Brill. How cruel to make her do this, and how cruel to the contestants to have to try to volley with her. You know what? I like the, I like Diane as a judge. I think she's super calm. She's super funny. But I think it's fine for one season. I think next season we can have someone else. Uh, I do love a wig. A wig is very nice uh, on that uh, on that panel. A wig? What are you saying? Those are, that's her real hair. Of course, yeah, of course. What what was I thinking? Um, here's how we're going to do things. We are going to go and order the queens rather than the questions that we can discuss. Uh, so that way we can discuss each queen's performance. Certainly there will be some overlap, specifically with one person, mostly. But that's okay. We're going to go through it. Are you ready? We're going to start off with Nikita Vegas. She's the true mother of the nation, reality star, and Rhineland original Sylvia Volney. She'll ask Barbie if they get the knife block now or after they talk. And Barbie says they won't give her knives. And she's like, this isn't a promo trip. She's so mad. Uh, so obviously this is a lady who likes uh, free shit. That was their one joke. <laughs> that was it. It was good, no, our but first, it wasn't one. Our first question for Diane will be, when Judge Barbie Zalish runs for federal chancellor, her slogan will be dot, 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 instead of firecrackers. Let's not make this impossible for the women, but it was a fucking impossible question. She will write boning and then proceeds to sing about free boning. Oh, no, I don't know. Stopping and fucking, I think. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Alas, Sylvia will say that she knows all about boning as it goes with her answer. She says they made Kalanta, her, their daughter, on there. Her answer is washing machine. I hear it's fun to do it on one of those. I have never done that. But allegedly, it wasn't a funny joke as Kelly is like, where are the jokes? We love a Trinity callback on an international season. But, you know, it's strange because Nikita has been, I think, looking at the cast, by far the funniest queens in confessionals and in other challenges. Mm -hmm. She won the, the, the comedy challenge two episodes ago. Why was she so horrible in that challenge? She looks really good. I mean, I don't know the celebrity in question, but she looks fine. But uh, yeah, where were the jokes? I, I don't know. For Gianni's second question, she will be asked, Diane Brill is so stunning, because she uses a special facial cream that one usually uses for blank. Johnny says hemorrhoid cream, and we all saw that one coming a mile away. Now, Sylvia knows knows about hemorrhoids as she has enough kids. They've all got it. Gross. She says that she didn't have this cream, but it would have saved her from having so many kids as her answer is contraception cream. 
She didn't have that or condoms, which check out. But she would have liked to have more kids. In fact, she's pregnant right now. Listen, knowing that this woman is is very much a celebrity for having a giant family, it would have actually been funny if she showed a pregnancy belly, but it didn't. She fell flat. I think that's where the joke was. She just didn't wasn't able to follow through with any comedy. I don't know what she was thinking. I think she was so focused on looking like her and sounding like her, because apparently she sounded like her, which I can't hear, um, that she forgot that she was supposed to be funny as well. I have no idea what, what went on. But she's not the only one, and they were all... Yeah. Not now, I, 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 here's what I'm going to say. I think she was smart in making the answers close to the character and in a way to be able to answer the, as the character. She just didn't have the punchline she mm -hmm. had the setup she didn't have her punchlines and that was her biggest downfall exactly yeah pandor Knox. he's threatened and made good on his threat he is back actor and former governor of california that's in america friends arnold schwarzenegger hasta la vista motherfuckers okay i'm just gonna say this snatch game is about the full package including in that package must be the voice Pandora did not have the voice. It needed to be about five octaves lower. And I think if she did put on a quote man voice, it would have been the best performance. But in my book, her performance was a bottom for me. But let's me too. She was, she was horrible. As far as I'm concerned, it should have been her and Victoria in the bottom. Um she was really like everyone was cringing when she was speaking. You could even see the judges like Barbie's face, like Ugh, when she was saying her answer. I I don't know how she escaped the bottom. Maybe they really Arnold Schwarzenegger is all about the voice. Also, all even the voice. even if she didn't have the voice, she also wasn't funny. So it was like double whammy. Let's go through it. Our first question of the day will go to Johnny. Daniela Katzenberger is a resourceful businesswoman. Now she even sells blank. He says panty liners with liverwurst flavor. Ew. Ew. Was... Have you ever had liverwurst? Nope. No, neither. I don't plan on now, doing it either. Does Arnold know Daniela? Well, he doesn't know the woman personally. And the problem is, like, the lady on his right, he didn't go to school nor do any training. So writing is hard for him. But he was in politics for a long time where you have to sign a lot of contracts with your own name. So he knows that well. So he put down his own name. It was a long-winded and not very funny answer. Now, Barbie will say that it was a lot of effort for a Republican, and even the Germans hate the Republican Party in America. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Barbie saved that joke, but it was... I mean, you can say a lot of things about Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't think he's that... I mean, I don't think he's dumb. So why, why did she portray him as a dumb person who cannot write? It was a very strange choice. For the question about Diane, he says, for a beautiful woman like her, she has to be associated with something equally as beautiful, and that's the skyscrapers of New York City. And we will see a picture of buildings drawn on the board as Arnold says they are very tall and very high. He says his blood is everywhere but his brain. I'm going to counteract what you said about Arnold being dumb. I don't think he's dumb. I think he's daft. And, and the problem is, I think, at least here in America, we view Arnold Schwarzenegger as like this super muscly macho man. 
but he's not very eloquent. And when, like, uh, he used to not be very eloquent. When he became governor, now you listen to him, you're like, wait, wait actually, you're quite brilliant. Um, but the things that would come out of his mouth, it would be as an Austrian trying to speak and say intelligent things, but the way he would form sentences was always just dumb. And that's what I think she captured. He, she got the daftness, but the voice was not there. And that's what makes him so iconic is because he sounds so dumb and he got the deep voice. Like, that's the joke. It's the cadence. You were funnier doing it now for two seconds than she was during the whole Snatch Game. So, yeah. Is it because I've done Arnold Schwarzenegger a lot in my life because I've loved some of his movies? Jingle All the Way, one of the best holiday movies in the history of the world? Yeah. Um, And that's why I'm, I'm so confused why she gets praised because Snatch Game is about the full character. She didn't do anything muscly. She didn't give us the catch line, catchphrases. I didn't see Arnold. For me, she was horrible. I I like Pandora. I think she's going to be probably a finalist, uh, but she at least put her safe. Why? I don't know. It's yeah. very strange. Now, our first moment for Kelly Hilton as Bruce is when Barbie will say Arnold Schwarzenegger and then ask how he is. And Bruce will be like, we'll ask black. I'm the black one. <laughs> now, those who are new to language, the word for black in such languages like Spanish is negro. So to your ear, you might think that's what Bruce was referring to. But no, in German, the word for black is Schwartz. So there's the joke. Thank you and good night. That's the, you know what? That's the only joke in the whole Snatch Game that made me laugh, like actually laugh. Is the, now, is did the, you I mean, know that Schwartz was black in German? Before, oh, yeah, it's it's okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it. It's very, close I did to, not, yeah. I had no idea. It's close to the Flemish word, uh, so yeah, I, I knew it. That checks also, out, that checks um, out. A shampoo brand that's called like that as well, so um, yeah, so again, to some ears, you would have thought it was the other part of the name, but no, no, it's Schwartz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, to the introduction, Barbie will say that he brought emotion, drama, and a good model guide to German TV. It's choreographer Bruce Darnell. And for those who may not know, he was a judge on Germany's Top Model, which was hosted by Heidi Klum, who I am shocked no one did. And do not try to tell me that we will have Heidi Klum later, but we're going to get to it. We're going to get to her. Bruce will say hi to Barbie and tell her that black people can't swim, so he will stay on board. Listen, if you can lean into the jokes, lean into the jokes. I don't know if that has anything to do with Bruce, but it was funny. It was. Now, with the first question, as the celebs are writing their answer, Barbie will mention that Arnold Schwarzenegger is still writing, and Bruce is like, what? And that, my friends, is how you do a recurring bit. He will do it again when Barbie addresses Arnold for the first question, to which Arnold says it was only funny the first time. I disagree. It was funny every time it happened. I I disagree as well. I was like, Pandora, no, you're bombing. Don't make Kelly bomb too. Like she yeah. was actually funny. <laughs> it was so well executed. And yeah. I, again, I don't know if this was planned, if she knew that um, she would be sitting next to Pandora doing Arnold, but this is how you are able to volley and, and make a good snatch game happen is you can pick up on the little nuances of the moment and, and take it as your own. She didn't steal spotlight. She stayed in her own lane, but she was the star. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently, from what I heard, they cut a lot of Snatch Game, of course, for the editing. And she was even funnier in the longer version. And the queens had trouble not uh, laughing when Kelly was speaking. So I think she was really the best. I hated the bold cap, but the rest was fine. <laughs> I didn't even want to bring up the bold cap. It was terrible. Oh, my God. Like, I, Did she not know? Did no one tell her? Or was that part of the joke? I don't know. I wonder if maybe with the spotlights it's it's heated and then it's kind of like unglued it, it itself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was really bad. Now, did you know who Bruce Darnell was? No, I didn't. Me either. Bruce will answer the Daniela, but first says she started with bags that were alive. Now she sells emotions. He then says that this is a very emotional moment in his career because his bag, which used to be alive, is now a dead bag. And he proceeds to put a handbag on the table. Uh, time to give her bad a burial at sea um so i think what the joke was is uh danielle kostenberger sold bags with fur on it i believe and that's what the pun is i'm not i'm not positive for the slogan question he will say dieter instead of bolin and this is a reference to german singer dieter bolin he got a lot of laughs but for me it was lost in translation because well i can only know so much from being here in america but the girls say she is hilarious, so much so that Pandora almost shit herself. But that might have been from the diarrhea. And there is how you get your recurring joke, Pandora, because that didn't happen in the game. It was funny. All those queens like are funny in their confessionals. And I don't get yeah. why they were all so bad in the Snatch game. I don't get it. Now, we're going to jump ahead in the sequence of the game. But because we're still talking about Bruce Star now... After Vincent will answer a question, Kelly will rise from under the table in a blonde wig. It's Heidi Klum. She showed up. Kelly will give a very vibrant voice to say as Heidi that she is Germany's next top model. And Barbie tells her it is the wrong show. Nice try. I'm sorry that doesn't count. I think that was still a, a Bruce Darnell moment. And, and that was not Heidi Klum. Um, that's who uh, Pan, uh, Victoria should have done. Heidi Klum. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Also, obviously, you know who Heidi Klum is. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, I, I, I've, I've been watching. <laughs> I mean, I watched in the past. I watched uh, Project for Me, and I've, uh, I've seen a few uh, episodes of uh, America's Got Talent as well. Um, yes. But I, I really enjoyed when. So you know, he, he pops up as Heidi Klum. It was, I think, very bad as Heidi Klum. It was way better That's as terrible. Bruce Darnell. And then I was like, I love that. Barbie was like, and we're done. <laughs> literally literally <laughs> i don't know so if funny. that's actually how it timed out and planned out i don't think it did i think we probably had one answer from heidi but they're like no just cut it because then Bruce <laughs> that was bad. so funny yeah all right let's move over to victoria shakespeare she is on a quick vacay here to recover from one million insta followers singer and supermodel Inez brazil like her friend shannon scarlet victoria will take the moment to shake her tatas and say thank god Inez brazil and snatch a gamey um I will say the best part of her snatch game was the nod to Germany and Brazil on her bra. When you said that we we were going to Victoria, I was thinking of Rue. Do we have to do that? Because yeah. it was very awkward. But what can we expect from her today? Sex and a lot of fun. And she loves German men. Yeah, this is a repeat of snatch game from Drag Race Brazil. It was horrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what do to say. Do you think they have a text message exchange going like, does she hate us now? Is Enos Brazil going to block us? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think from what I heard, 
I mean, from what I heard, actually, from your show, from the show of Drag Race Brazil, I think it, she is like that. But I don't think it translates really well uh, in the Snatch Game or Drag Race format. I think she's, as you said, I think she's a cursed character. I don't think she should be attempted in the future. All I know is Ines Brazil has probably had a giant spike of Google searches within the past eight to nine days. And she's like, fucking make fun of me all you want. I'm still famous again. 15 minutes of fame again. All right. It's time, like, finally time to hear from Ines Brazil, and she will get to answer the slogan question with sex. And up until this point, all she had been doing is shaking and showing her breasts, and she will continue to do so. And while it was a match, it doesn't matter in this game because it was so bad. And Barbie will ask her to cover up as this is a family show, and yeah, she is floundering. Um, future contestants, when in doubt, do not take it out. Keep them inside. Doesn't work. It's not funny. It was really bad. Um, yeah. Now, during Gianni's question about Diane, it seems we had a lost a contestant, but really it was Inez going down on her deskmate Mozart. And I have a feeling that Meta did not sign off on this bit, um, but it will have to do with her answer. She says Mozart's sperm, and she just got a taste. I feel like such a prude that it's so gross. I don't know. I, I really, I really disliked it. Well, let's get to one of our famous composers, Metamore Kid, from Salzburg straight to Snatch Game, Wunderkid, and pop star of Viennese classical music, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. And please note, the music that was played was Eine Kleine Nacht music. This is the first time that the music of a Snatch Game character can be used. Thank you, all dead people. <laughs> Sure, that's one of the advantages. But yeah, I, I'm always a bit wary when uh, contestants take a dead person. No one really knows what they look like or what they sound like, and they can do whatever they want. Sometimes it works, uh, like uh, uh, Shada Gorgeous or um, Jose, but most of the time it's not that great. Although I think... Technically, we have had a Mozart movie. Amadeus was a, um Oscar-winning film, so we, we, we have that version of Mozart, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say that I think Meta was one of the better ones uh, in that Snatch game. Which is I not agree because much, she took but, her uh, own character. Yeah. Now Mozart has a ciggy and a cocktail, and she calls Barbie the waiter. She will ask if her paws are insured, and Mozart will ask which paws. These hands, she says, they're fuddlers, which gets a laugh as Mozart goes on to say that he's about to fumble Diane with them. Very much lost in translation because I don't think the Google Translate was accurate. I think I think uh, for a lot of I mean jokes I don't know uh, I think the Google Translate team was uh, way behind. Um, yeah. Also, I think what wasn't Mozart? I mean Mozart has so many things he's famous for, and as much as I think Meta did okay, he said none of them. I think like uh, without any research, I think I could do a better Mozart than she did. So it was like ugh. that's fair. I don't know. Let's see how Mozart will answer the Daniela Katzenberger question. Well, he has no idea who that is and doesn't care either, but she is selling her magic flute. So there is one reference. Um, we love a cultural reference. Mozart will ask if Barbie, want, if Barbie, Barbie wants to smell her magic flute, and she would love to. That was funny as well. Friends, that's a reference to the dick magic. Oh, I thought it was the opera. Oh, oh yeah. She wants to smell her opera. <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen the magic flute? I have I not. I have actually. I have. Uh, it's really nice. It's really good. I, I've it's seen it live uh, in Brussels. 
I love that. Mozart will get to answer the question about Diane's cream, but first prefaces it with that his nose is red because he's hammered and loves drinking wine and is a little gray as wine makes him young and happy again. So the answer is sperm. I will say what Meta had was comic timing. Yes. And looking at the costumes that all the other ones have is also one that looks good. So that helps. That's <laughs> the other ones look horrible. <laughs> it's a good, uh, yeah, no, Meta was good. I was baffled that he wasn't in the top, to be honest. Next up, Yvonne Einstein is Vincent Raven. He is one of the most famous magicians in the world. Mentalist and bad father, Vincent Raven, is here. And Yvonne is creeping us out as she stalks behind the table. He says his name is Vincent Raven. He'll be shopping, uh, be the shopping queen because he's nobody's fool as he proceeds to slam his head on the table. Again, references I don't understand, but Yvonne went for it. Yvonne was also very good, I think. Uh, for me, the top three was uh, Kelly, Yvonne, and uh, Meta. Uh, and I I have to say, Yvonne has really some very strong makeup skills. She can really transform her face. Yes, she uh, can. She never really looks the same in all of her uh, runways and challenges. And uh, I, I didn't recognize her at first. She was... So different than what she normally looks like. Um, so yeah, it was a very good, uh, very good performance. I think. Is Vincent good with birds? He says, "You know that that is no bird shit." Now, when Diane is given her first question, Vincent will turn over to Beethoven to write, and in turn, Beethoven kisses him. It was weird, but I feel like Lorelai was just horny. I mean, I get it. If you're there and not able to do anything with anybody for a long time, you might as well take it in the moment. When it comes to the slogan question, he will answer, "Shooting up." What does that mean? Drugs, of course. It all makes much more sense now. Yeah. And for the question regarding the facial cream, he believes he has won something as he also wrote down hemorrhoids. Just going through all of that, we didn't really get a lot of Yvonne, but she was still solid for what they showed. I think so too. I think she, she was by far one of the better ones. And finally, Lorelai Rivers. He picked Drag Race over Elise. It's curly-haired and composer Ludwig von Beethoven. And again, music! And that look was spot on. That was Beethoven, as we've seen in the portraits. I like the, the, the clothes, but I hated the wig. It looked like a Supreme Deluxe wig. Um, Ooh, yes, it did. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I understand that she's a drag queen, of course. But um, for me, it was... Too feminine a wig uh, to play Beethoven, so it really threw me off. Um, and yeah, well, I don't know. I didn't like her performance um, at all. Now, Barbie will ask if Beethoven can hear her okay. as Vincent slaps him in the arm. Beethoven will say to talk loudly into this ear as he lends her an ear. Barbie will get loud and ask Beethoven if he knows where he is, and he immediately gets feminine and says, Hi, Barbie, how are you? Now, after stomping the ground for vibrations, it's Beethoven's turn to answer the question about Daniela Katzenberger, and he will keep asking Barbie to speak louder, to which Barbie yells, and then Bar Beethoven doesn't want her to yell at her. A cute bit, but overdone and not executed well. I think it was fine the first time she did it, especially when Vincent, I mean, when Yvonne was like tapping her on the shoulder, that was funny. Um, but yeah, the way she did it again and again, uh, it, it it was very reminiscent of Scarlet Harlot with the the scream, the Home Alone scream. She got one laugh and she ran that into the ground. But uh, yeah, here it just didn't work. Speaking of Scarlet Harlot, 
She has started no no posts yet, but she has started an OnlyFans. Oh, okay. I will do research for everybody. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you. Um, all right. So when Beethoven does answer, he will answer that. Daniela sells balls of shit just like his fellow composer. The classical musicians are fighting. Okay. You have the two of them. We could have had so much incredible banter. Yeah. But neither of them picked up on it. No, I think they were all thrown by the fact that they were both playing it. I think they wanted to be like kind of unique. Uh, ah, I'm playing a classical musician. And I think Meta was able to, to shift his attention towards Ines Brazil, as it were. And I don't think that um, Lorelai, sitting where she was, she couldn't really do anything with anyone else. And, and uh, it's hard when your gimmick is that you can't hear, because if you're playing into that character, you can't do anything. And even in that, that, that your background photo, it's the Snatch Game, you can see on her face that she's like, oh, what am I going? What am I doing? She, she looks so defeated. It's, uh, it's a bit sad. When we get back to Beethoven, Barbie will say that she's afraid to talk to Beethoven to get his answer. But for the slogan question, he will say, da, 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 dom. Oh, we're going to give that answer and do it so half-heartedly? It should have been full voice hilarious. That was desperate. That was desperate, yeah. It would have. It was the perfect answer for Beethoven to give, and Lorelai botched it. She a musical theater queen? Like what? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. But the alarm will sound. And I got to say, so many missed opportunities here. But the biggest missed opportunity was using a foghorn to end the game. Why did they not use a foghorn if they're on a cruise? I don't know. Maybe they didn't well, have one. <laughs> Snatch Game is over. It was short and sweet and had some fun moments. As always, had I known the references, I think I would have loved it even more. Hated it. I'm sorry. I think Telly was the only saving grace. Meta and Yvonne were okay, and the other ones were terrible. I think if they wanted to, they could have done a Lola Parouza as well, because that was bad. I mean, to me. Ooh, wow. Oh my god. Hey, listen, Kelly would have been like, I'm fine with that, because I would probably not win a lip sync against most of the yeah, girls. Yeah. She, she was good. She's the only one that was really good. Oh, guten Morgen, Deutschland. It's time for the drama, baby, as it's decision day. Nikita notes that the mood is mixed up to Snatch Game, and Pandora will ask how traumatized the table is, and from a scale of 1 to 10, Meta says 10. Yvonne thought Snatch Game would be more fun. It's not, people. It is not. Lorelai says that once you're in Snatch Game, it becomes real that this really is Drag Race. Six episodes in, you're saying that? Six episodes. Okay, 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 sure. Yvonne says she is disappointed in herself as she put too much pressure on. They are all looking forward to serving the runway. They say it's a fun category as they can go camp and show that they are actually culinary queens. I mean, listen, if you're good at cooking, I'm hungry. Send some brats. It is a fun category. I really liked it. While they are painting, Victoria will discuss the power of drag, and she says she can say whatever she wants through drag. She says sometimes she wishes she could always be Victoria, but Pandora tells her that she is Victoria full-time. She just doesn't always look the part. Pandora reveals that drag has helped her gain access to her feminine side and says it's something she found exciting in her dating life because she would always get the feedback that she was too masculine and too much like a guy. She shares that she had two toxic relationships, one where it was textbook narcissism, and she mentions that this person hated drag. Oh boy, that's not going to work out, is it? She knows that when you dump a narcissist, it isn't the end. It's where it really begins. 
She says she receives all sorts of threats and a total shitstorm from her. She gets emotional that she knows the closer to the end of this show is, the more she is aware that she's going back to the stress and drama. Kelly tells her no matter what comes, remember she is a strong person. She'll make it. And Pandora says the escalation in Vienna just sucks. The girls tell her she now has security and a new drag family to take care of her. And Kelly knows karate. And Pandora's like, you're all being more butch than me. <laughs> So we're getting a little more insight on Pandora, and I think um, trajectory-wise, why we will see Pandora placed where she is, is because she's going to be in the finale, as you said earlier. And this is one of those moments where we got to learn a little bit about her. Um, I guess because of timing, we didn't get more of the story, but I know we have a lot of queer topics on Drag Race, whether it's um, discussions of coming out or, or AIDS and all this relationships is no matter what one of the most universal things every person on the planet goes through and we don't talk about toxic relationships enough and this was our chance to do it and i wish we heard more because i can't say everybody's not but it's not a relationship with someone who might be a narcissist but if you have been with someone whether romantically or friendship wise who is a full-on narcissist it can affect your entire life. Mm-hmm. As someone who had a f- close companion who was a full-on narcissist, I'm still recovering. Really? I'm still recovering. I get triggered if I see an image pop up on my phone. But the power of that narcissist, I can't delete it because I can't get rid of those memories. So hearing Pandora discuss this, this is huge. And the fact, like, we have heard discussions on Drag Race about um, relationships where a partner doesn't love the drag elements or the drag side of a queen. And that's important because there are people who struggle with that and they need to hear how to get out of that or, or help their situation. Why do you think we didn't get more? I um- I don't know how to answer the question, to be honest, because it's a bit of triggering uh, as well for me. Uh, my ex was not a narcissist, but it was um, violent. So that was not great either. Um, so I really felt for her. Um, it's uh, very nice to hear from her uh, what uh, she has been through. And you really get some insight into her and what her, um, her drag character is, because in her drag, she has been either hyper-feminine or mm-hmm. hyper-masculine, which I think it's very interesting dichotomy. And um, yeah, I feel like it must have been very hard for her because when you go on Drag Race or any kind of reality um, show, you you lose access to her phone. Um, and so I think she was, that's what she's saying. She's stressed that when she has her phone back, she will have all those... Uh, um, problems coming back to her and i think she's in a bubble and as close to the end as she gets she said okay the closer i get to the end i'm closer to being back to the real world and yeah it's um difficult and as she's sick on top on top of it it must have been a very tough week for her and um i really i'm really happy that all the other queens were uh, rallying around her and, and offer him uh, support and stuff so i would have preferred three minutes less of the perfume um product placement and three minutes more here of course yeah yeah 
And as a whole, yeah, the discussions in in the the, the workroom of um, of Germany have been really good. Um, they have been some of my favorite moments of the show. I think the whole struggles of Kelly, uh, Meta, Pandora, even Barbie, um, a barbecue at the beginning, and Victoria yeah. as well. Uh, very very interesting stuff. Um, yeah, I'm a bit, uh, as you said, I'm a bit sad that we haven't had more um, depth here, but hopefully it will continue in the rest of the of the season. Let's bring it to the runway as our hostess Barbie Breakout is giving us a dazzling gold moment. I like this one. Our panel includes Gianni Jovanovic, who um, I would like his vest. That I would take gladly. It was so fun. Um, Diane Brill and Herbert the Earpiece are there, and he is going to tell her how to say quickie in German. And special guest judge Rafa of Rafa's Plastic Life. She seemed like a fun time gal. Yes, she does. I, you know, I, I, maybe I was a bit dismissive at the beginning, but I think she's great, and I wouldn't mind actually having her uh, full-time on the panel, or maybe as a rotating judge. I think she was very involved. She was very funny. She knew what she was talking about, and uh, she made a great first impression to me um, in that show. Um, and I also, I like that uh, Diane is not even pretending to speak German anymore. No, she's, she's just not. speaking in English. <laughs> and I love her, her motor. And again, the reality ticket. is a lot of these queens speak pretty well or fluent English anyway. Of course. Yeah, in Germany, for sure. Category is dinner is served. In honor of the runway, we're going to play Clean Plate Club or Toss It Out. <laughs> Pandora Knox. Look by Epicator. Hair by Philip Marleb. Nails by Nilil Gillian. Eat pussy, not meat. She's taking the category and doing her own thing. And gotta respect that, but does it knock it down a peg? A little bit. I think the garment is beautiful. The way the two tools play with one another is stunning. The way that Clitoris is stoned, good job on that. I love the hair. I love that she is back to that eye and makes it cohesive for the look. I, I, I fully agree with you. I love the hair. I love the eye makeup. I think... Uh, she did it in her promo look, and then in the first episode, she did it as well. So I, I was a bit scared that she would do it every episode. Mm -hmm. She hasn't, which is great. She's shown a lot of versatility in her makeup skills. And I was very happy to see it back because it is a unique uh, trademark, and I'm glad that she's uh, using it again. Um, I think the dress is stunning. It's really um, beautiful, really well done. Uh, but for me, it was uh, completely out of the category. Um, I understand what she means. Huh? I understand the pun. But uh, to me, she was too uh, far uh, left field. So I'm a bit. So it's like, a, what, what was it again? Clean plate? Clean plate or toss it out? Clean plate for the look, but uh, I'm tossing out for the category. Johnny says he was scared when he when she showed up as Arnold Schwarzenegger, but says she understood the role and was well prepared. He enjoyed her Austrian American accent and says her outfit is awesome. That was an Austrian American accent. Apparently, okay. Rafa says she was fun, fun, fun. She says she was funny, and that is the most important thing in Snatch Game. She says she is glad with her look that she didn't go for the obvious. Barbie says she really had a laugh, and Pandora tells her that means a lot because she didn't feel comfortable that day. As far as the outfit, Barbie says that her gay heart beats for her for vaginas, and they're glad. Diane says her look was so authentic. She says when she looks at her, she gives them her pussy. And Pandora says it's a faithful replication. I'm going to go soft, clean plate club, because like you, it's a beautiful look, not part of the category. Yeah, I will, I will go with you as well, but I'm a bit, yeah, for me, it was too too far out. Um, so, yeah. Audience, 77% clean plate club, 23% toss it out. 
Victoria Shakespeare, look by SSIK, headpiece by Victoria. Now, I love me a good fondue, but when she first came out, I wasn't mad at the lack of a bottom or feeling like it was incomplete. I said chocolate and cheese should never be mixed in the world of fondue. One is a meal, the other is a dessert. And I think the mixing of the two made the look and concept feel very confused. The element that does work for both are the crown made of skewers and the idea of the dripping fondue. I wish it was a full gown, though. It is campy, but I don't think Victoria's fully grasped how to serve camp in the way that her sisters do. This could have been much better. And if you do look at her Instagram, um, there was a bottom piece, but she couldn't get it in time. Something about NYC holidays. I was like, what does that mean? I know the designer is New York-based, but it's like, what fucking holidays prevented you from getting a garment? Whatever. So I, I will have to look that up because I, I wasn't aware. But I, I, I think the same as you. I didn't like the look. I mean, it's it's not bad, but it's for me the the weakest on the runway. Um, but I did love the hairpiece um, and I loved uh, the wig as well. I think the, the, the way she she uh, painted the ombre the wig was really uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think the, the, f <laughs> the fact that the chocolate side was in the back was made me think of something else it was not great well i was like did pandora go there or i don't know it was a bit strange yeah so yeah no are I... you team chocolate fondue or team cheese fondue i've had both uh i think i'm more um uh cheese fondue but only when i'm skiing uh that's fair that's fair chocolate fondue i've had it once it was okay but uh, felt very gimmicky so yeah Johnny says he knows Ines Brazil and says she really stuck to her role, which was great, but it was too crude in some places. With her outfit, he likes the idea with the cheese and the chocolate. Diane says she needed a little more variety in the slapstick. Rafa says the snatch game is not easy and ultimately the audience has to laugh. All she can give her is her psychiatrist's phone number. Barbie likes the concept of her outfit, but wouldn't combine cheese and chocolate fondue, but she wears it deliciously. I will give her a soft toss it out. Yeah, toss it out for me. Audience cannot decide. 50% clean plate club, 50% toss it out. Kelly Hilton, no designers listed. This is exactly what I wanted for a German runway. I think this is rightly camp. It's perfectly German and is so fun. I love that she's got the beer stein as the top of the dress with this fun tablecloth skirt with the green tool. The colors are right. I will say that I wish we didn't see the Velcro when she picked up the tops of the platters. Again, we have another addition to pretzel earrings and pretzel fascinator. Um, this takes me back to classic campy drag and she served. I agree. I really liked it. I think it's very her. I like the makeup. I like the, the shoes as well that are um, matched with the, um, the tablecloth skirt. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Springtime for Hitler, you know, the very performance. Uh, it was very the same vibe. Um, I will say that I really hated the wig. Uh, I think the wig is cheap and really doesn't go with the rest of the costume. But um, the rest is really good. Um, I think it's one of her best. And also she sold it very well with the facial expression, with the whole yes, uh, yes. runway presentation. So that's worked as well for me. Johnny says that seeing her act is always a pleasure and says she did a fantastic job. With her outfit, he says he loves the way she plays with stereotypes and cliches because she knows the effect they've had on her life. And that's why she was the best of the night. Diane says the Bruce character was just incredible and was better than the original. She says her look is like a delivery service. Rafa says she wrote down Mama is proud as she had one of the best performances in the Snatch Game. She says if she still had her breast implants, they would have popped out. And Barbie says she killed the toughest challenge of the season. I will give this look a clean plate club. Clean plate. I, I liked it. 
Audience, 77% clean plate club, 23% toss it out. Yvonne Nightstand, look by Laura G. Sausages by Ruby Wilson. This is how you serve camp and fashion and drag. She is serving you face, and with that um, picnic basket fascinated, the couture picnic dress and the boot covers and the sausage links, it was perfect. She really did a wonderful job selling this garment. This is easily one of her best looks and her best paints of the season. Agreed. Uh, as I said, I'm mesmerized by the way she paints. It's always different, and this is really good. I loved the wig. I love the pussycat wig. I love the earrings as well, the, the egg earrings. Um, it's, for me, I think my favorite looks of hers. I, I have to, to see the other ones, but I think it looks really good. The only flaw is that I wish there were some sparkle in it, some stones somewhere. I think it's a bit drab looking um, and probably why she didn't win the challenge i don't know uh but um no it's amazing i really liked it johnny says she made them all laugh and tells her to keep it up in the future she tells him after the challenge she had to cry because it was really tough and hearing this now is great he says if he subtracts the sausage it is hot couture as it's a beautiful dress diane calls her performance interesting and entertaining she says her look is a horny picnic mm. rafa says at first she was like who in the hell is vincent she says she was so funny and was a great week for her Barbie says she was the Yvonne she knows and loves, and she is really proud and happy. She says she is a big sausage enthusiast, so she tickled her funny bone. It is a clean plate club for me. Yeah, same. One hundred percent clean of the plate nights. club from the audience. They were obsessed. Yeah. Lorelai Rivers, look by Marcus Eichmann, hair by Wig Bakery, jewels by Aura. This is beautiful in camp, and I also hate the face. I just do not get why we are veering into Marie Antoinette territory. I know she says it's her Coco style, but had she not said it, I would not know if it would have read that way. I think the silhouette is good, but there is so much going on in the body that we lose the shape. She's giving you all the fixings for a sandwich. The hair is giving you lettuce realness. The darker green is not my favorite shade, as it does stray away from the other shades of the garment. Overall, this is super fun and a great way to tackle the category, but I'm sorry you automatically get a win for me when you have fucking onion earrings. I like, I like the look. Uh, I like the weak airpiece lettuce thing. Uh, it's really good. Um, I hated the ties. I think this uh, kind of uh, beige tights were not great. And uh, the shoes as well. I think the whole bottom part of the look is not that good. The dress is really nice. Uh, it's really camp, really fun. She's selling it quite well as well. Um, and then I agree with you that the face, I mean, it's well done for what it is, but I don't like it. Diane says she had an interesting concept as Ludwig, who can't hear, but it just stayed the same. It's where she lost her. She says she is a yummy sandwich, and she says the look could go in a museum. Rafa says that Beethoven was deaf, as was the humor. She thinks Beethoven turned over in his grave. As for her look, she says it's her favorite of the night. Johnny says her runway look is tremendous. He says he really wants to bite into her. Even though I kind of like ripped it apart, it's because I think it's that it's that good and could have been even better. I will give it a clean plate club. Yeah, of course, it's a clean plate. It's a great look. I think I think she could have um, sold it better, and I think she could have uh, elevated it. Um, also, didn't she say she made all of her looks this season, or well, am, I, am I dreaming? Most of her looks. Okay, because I, I don't remember, but if she did that one, then it's wild, wild, uh, wildly impressive. But yeah, it's uh, it's a clean plate for sure. Yeah, uh, she tags Marcus Eichmann as the looks, so I'm not sure if she did this one. Audience, though, 96% clean plate, plate club, 
40, 4% toss it out. Metamorca look by Arkine, hair by Ido Van Gomes, jewels by Ricardo Style, nails by Clausway Taxi. Okay, so this is very high fashion couture, and I think that's why I love to hate it so much. It's a fabulous interpretation of an egg, but I do not care for the execution. I think the egg in the puffer fabric is interesting. I think the random bits of yolk wanted to have a little more of a dripping effect, kind of like how Victoria had hers. The hair and the cracked egg on top are my favorite element of the look. She's got egg earrings that I feel are a bit overboard, but also completely comedic. For me, it's the sheer dress on the bottom. I hate that we see the legs. Like if it was lined, I think it could have been a knockout. Also, we have two different yellow colors going on and that threw me out. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement with you again. Uh, I love the wig. I love the um, egg on top of the wig. Um, I also like her makeup, um, but the rest of it, I was not a fan. I do like the white, the white bustier kind of thing she has with the stones on top. That's pretty looking, but yeah, the skirt is not great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I've grown to expect uh, more from her, I think. And uh, this was a bit too, too conceptual. I think she could have been simpler, and I think it would have been better. I will give her a toss it out. Um. It's a soft, clean plate for me. I think I like the top part. I don't like the bottom part. Audience agrees with you. 52% clean plate club, 48% toss it out. Nikita Vegas, no designers listed. This was in concept a smart move. In execution, oh boy, where's the body? I think the silhouette is completely lost and therefore the garment is wearing her. I think had the caviar balls been smaller, it would have been far more successful. I will give her credit for serving couture, but the proportions just ruined it all. I love, love, love her makeup. I think she has never looked prettier than with that uh, dark kind of gothy makeup. I think she looks really good. Uh, I like the, the hat as well, the little jaunty hat. Um, I, I hate the shoes. I'm sorry. Um, they are horrible. Um, and I like the concept, but I agree with you. It She loses her shape. Um, and I think had she had find maybe... If she had a corset, maybe, or something like that, and then that it would flare out, up and out, I think it would have mm -hmm. been better. But uh, I, I really enjoyed a whole vibe, but the different elements don't come together to create something better. I don't know if it makes sense. Um, Absolutely. I do like the giant spoon. That's uh, that's funny. And and the ring, the, the, the caviar ring is also very fun. Have you ever had caviar before? I have uh, had caviar once because my cousin's wife is Russian and for their wedding, she brought caviar for everyone. So that was cool. There it is. Rafa says that Ms. Volney looked awesome but wrote down meh. She says she loves the caviar on the hat and the spoon but says the fishnet stockings don't fit. She is obsessed with the knees up. Johnny says she really looked like Sylvia Volney but her acting was a tad too monotonous. He wanted more highs and lows. Diane says as for the caviar, her presentation was correct. She says more is more. I'm going to go toss it out. Um, yeah, toss it out, but I do like her makeup. I think her makeup is really good. Audience, 41% clean plate club, 59% toss it out. Now, Barbie has decided that Metamorkid is safe, leaving Kelly, Victoria, Pandora, Lorelai, Nikita, and Yvonne as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? I don't agree. I would have put uh, Metamorkid on the top with Yvonne and Kelly. Uh, and I would have probably put Lorelai safe. I think she was horrible in the in the snatch game. Don't get me wrong, but I think she had one of the best, if not the best, look of the night. Um, and if that was enough to give uh, Pandora a random badge in the middle of the competition, uh, why not um, save her there? 
And it's even more baffling when they don't even save her from the bottom two. I, this whole, uh, as of now, this whole judging sequence is complete chaos for me. I don't understand anything that's going on. So you will have to explain it to me because I don't get it. Yeah, I will agree with you completely about your assessment there. Um, Pandora should have been in the bottom. Lorelai should have been safe. Metamorgan should have been top. That's playing around. Now, sadly, we don't get any meta alone time. And I think we were robbed of it. Like, unless you just took a nap, like, fine pass. But that is the person you have alone in a untucked. Like, why did we not get any content? No, no I I'm thinking that's maybe why they put her safe. Can you imagine Lorelai safe alone in that room? She would have done nothing. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, apparently uh, Meta didn't give uh, anything either. Um, yeah, I think uh, Meta is really funny and very engaging when he's communicating with other people. I don't think he's, I think he's pretty much an introvert. So I think when he's by himself, uh, of themselves maybe, I don't think um, there's a lot going on. So probably best that it was cuts uh, from the episode. The tops and bottoms will into Metamore Kids Untucked. They say they feel like there are a few people there. And, well, that's how the game works. They're, it does shrink. The amount of people in that room does shrink. Meta will point out the bottoms, and Lorelai will say that she's feeling okay. She's fine and focused. If she has to lip sync, she'll just show off more of her talents. Pandora will remind her that they loved her look. Meanwhile, Nikita will lose a ball or an egg or caviar, your choice, whatever it was. But the game of chase and soccer that happened next was really all we got in this untucked. This was so short and incredibly uninformative. Probably because the queens also were not uh, in agreement with the judges. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> that's probably what it was, that they did not agree with the judging, and they, they're just not going to show that. No, no. But that was funny, that whole, that whole little sequence they went with the, the soccer thing. That was, uh, that was cute. I was like, someone's going to get hurt. Like, what, what are we doing here? But the decisions are in. The winner of the week is Kelly Hilton. She will get a travel voucher worth 4,500 euros courtesy of Akaya. Um, can I have that one too, please? I'm gonna go on I vacation. was going to say, that's so cool. <laughs> and she deserves it. I agree with that win. Yvonne and Pandora, they're safe. Meaning Lorelai, Nikita, and Victoria are the bottoms. This is a three-way lip sync. What? Huh? I don't understand. I don't agree either. Why wasn't why wasn't Lorelai safe? They have to explain it. If they can give a win to Pandora for that. I mean, she didn't look horrible as Angela Merkel, but it was clearly not the best look of the night. Why did she win that runway? When they said that Lorelai had the best runway too. So it's... I don't understand what happened there. It was very They strange. seem to agree with some of the girls. They just don't like Lorelai. But then they gave her two wins. I know. It's, it's very, very confusing. I don't... Is there another producer? One that loves her? One that hates her? What's going on there? I Very baffling. Baffling decisions. And also, with the three-way lip-sync, I mean, it was so messy on that stage because it's not the biggest stage well, let's they talk have. About it. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. The song is Flowers by Miley Cyrus. I love this song. I love it. It's not meant for a lip-sync. It, there is no there is no levels to the song. There is nothing to do with the song. It started Agreed. off very slow. Like literally we're watching Nikita taking off her hat and getting it caught in her hair while Victoria thought she was Arizona Brandy blowing shit out of her mouth. When we got yeah, to I'm... the chorus, Lorelai takes off her hair and gives us some acting beats. Then, in the most random thing I've seen in a lip sync for your life, Victoria is jumping rope. Like, what the fuck? 
I mean, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I think you can say one thing about Victoria is that she will give you a show, a good show, a bad show. I don't know. I think she was like, I think it was the dust because the the in the she, she was really like portraying what Miley is saying in the song. So she's like blowing dust when she says that the the whole house burns. She's jumping ropes like Miley does in the in the clip. Um, but I agree with you. I was like a jump rope. What is going on? And yeah, and the, the hat is stuck in Nikita's hair. And then um, Lorelai removes her headpiece to reveal an, a horrible, horrible neon green wig. It was I think so it, I, honestly, I think it was Pandora's neon green wig. No, I, I, I was like, oh, what is that? And then, so, and then Nikita Nik removes Nikita, her dress. Yeah, she's gonna get out of her caviar dress, and I think that was already out of like she was already out of focus, and the other two were more interesting to watch. She tried to be fake, uh, to, to be camp, but um, I just saw her panties the entire time. The black panties were all I saw. I was now, if you thought things were boring, well, the little Brazilian spitfire is going to go insane. Forget about the wig moment from Nikita. Victoria is off the stage, and the theory of you can't leave the stage and then get eliminated is officially debunked. The bitch was all over the judges' panel. Now, Lorelai and Nikita will say it's unfair as she is stealing the ability of the jury to see them. What is your take? First of all, when she hurled herself off the, the stage, it went so fast because as she's jumping, she's also ripping her costume. I don't know if you noticed. Mm -hmm. And I really thought she fell. It, it, it went so... Because I don't think the camera was on her when she did it, so they quickly went into focus so you can't really see it. It looked like she really, like crashed on the ground and then she's on the judging panel uh, yeah no i i didn't like it at all i i i think she should have been disqualified then and there to be honest as far as i'm concerned because i agreed with the other ones um that it wasn't fair because yeah the judge cannot see them <laughs> anymore no, uh, and also you go ahead no, I, I think it's, it's the kind of thing that should be discouraged because otherwise people will be doing it more and more and be more and more desperate and doing more and more crazy stunts. And we don't need that. I mean, it's a lip syncing competition. It's not whatever it was she was doing. The judges were leaving, but I wasn't. Now, again, I don't know what the official rules are. I don't know what the rule book is. If anyone has a rule book, I would love to read it sometime. Um, but based on the history that I can share right now, maybe I'm missing something. Honey Davenport jumps off stage eliminated. Electra Fence jumps off stage eliminated. Try to ask her about it. If she would not answer me. Um, we did see last season of Italia, um, Obama and Pantera Virus both go off stage, but only Obama is eliminated. Obviously, now here, Victoria's off the stage and she is fine. Um, maybe it is a matter of franchise. I mean, listen, you couldn't have eliminated both Obama and Pantera virus last season because first off, Pantera should have been at the bottom. But um, I don't know. I, I, I feel weird because in the end, Lorelai and Victoria stay. Nikita's eliminated. Based simply on everything up until that point in the lip sync, Nikita is eliminated. She was the worst. You know, I actually, I liked uh, Nikita at the beginning of the song. I think Lorelai was the worst. She, she wasn't really giving any emotion on the face. Um, I think what killed um, Nikita was the struggle with the hat, then the struggle with the dress, then she mm -hmm. removed the wig, which is even worse Terrible. to me than Terrible. jumping off the stage. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would have 
honestly, I would have booted both Victoria and Nikita or kept Nikita almost. Um, but I think I think they maybe would have. But when she removed the wig that was over for her, I think it's even worse than jumping off stage. Um, that lip sync was a mess. I I'm very disappointed in yeah Victoria and Nikita. I think Lorelai was fine, uh, if not great. Um, that whole episode was 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 weird. Um, yeah. It was strange. Very strange. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. What is Nikita's legacy? Um, I'm actually, I didn't like her at first. I think she was a bit too much, uh, but I've grown to really enjoy her the past few episodes. She's really funny. She's kind of that quintessential German queen, but like cabaret, kind of old school drag, very shady, very funny, but still self-deprecating. So you know that she's in on the joke, which helps. Um, I liked her rapport with uh, Kelly and with Barbie. Uh, I think she will be sorely missed uh, in the season. Um, and she did win a challenge. So I, I think Nikita is going to be remembered as one of the better narrators of the season. Um, but she is the epitome of the of a statement I always make on the show is she is a great drag artist who's just not good at drag race. I think, I think she must be great in a in a in a show like uh, I would. I would go see her in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think she's very funny, and she's. I think she will, really will be missed. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, looking at the six that are left, I like I like um, all of them some more than others but uh i really will miss her voice in confessional and in the in the workroom i think even though our looks were not the greatest but yeah who won the week who had the best episode kelly i think kelly was great uh she was really chomping at the bits for that win she had been in the top a lot of times uh she managed to to ace a challenge that almost everyone else bombed and she had a cute look so i was very uh, happy for her I'll give Kelly the 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 W here, but I I will say Pandora, um yeah. goes close second simply because it's setting some things potentially up. Yeah. We got another design challenge next week. Who are you worried about? Uh, Victoria. If she's not uh, gone, I will be shocked. Yeah, it's Victor. I, I mean, looking at the six, it's gonna be Victoria and Kelly in the bottom. I'm almost certain, and they will not get rid of Kelly. So, after six episodes, the winner of the season is. Um, look, I think it's going to be Pandora, but my art goes to Metamorkid. I think Metamorkid um, is a really a great artist. Uh, I don't really understand that. I mean, I think Pandora is a great drag artist as well, but I think it's a bit of a same uh, Petita situation. I think she's been favored a lot recently, which I don't really understand. I think she would be great by herself. I don't think she needs the, the producers or the judges' help. Uh, but the fact that they do help her so much, uh, think that they want to see her succeed. So, I'm going to compare Pandora to somebody right now. Um, I like Pandora, and I don't like that I'm being told how to feel about Pandora. Let me have exactly. her naturally. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to compare her very much to Petita. Yeah, same. Where they're telling us she's the best, but we're not seeing that. I really think the winner will be Metamore Kid, but if Pandora wins, I don't know if I can get behind it right now. I'm not sure I have enough good vibes out of what I've seen based on the simple track record, because we know track record means a lot on this goddamn show. 
we can all agree that the Nostrian is taking it right. It's either going to be, it's it's one or the other, for Absolutely. sure, I think, for sure. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, but also, to be fair to all the queens, they have had th three comedy challenges in a row. Clearly, they are not comedy queens. Uh, even Kelly is fine. She's not, like, hilarious. Um, I think this is a bunch of look queen, performance queens. Um, I'm very much excited to see a design challenge. I think they will ace that uh, as a whole. Uh, I think the placement of the challenge uh, didn't really help them. Um, I think if we had more spread of performance, comedy and design, we would not have had the same kind of results we've been having. Yep. But the three past episodes have been have been rough. I agree. All right. Where can we find you on social media? And if you want to share any projects or money sharing apps. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at ddavid1988. And I don't have any other socials. That's all right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Of course. Always a pleasure.